And, uh, sorry, so we're live. So, um, welcome to another episode of From the Factory Floor. Um, very kind of this week, we've got some of our founders who are returning to the podcast. Hi, Ian. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hello there. How are you doing? Good, thank you. you? Good. Yeah, not so bad. The uh, sun's shining at the moment, although the temperature's still uh, rather chilly, so I can't particularly complain. So, obviously, it's been a while since we uh, last had a chat about ply time. So, um, just in case anyone missed the last podcast where you're on, do you want to just give a very quick overview of ply time and sort of your journey so far? Yeah, sure. We're um, an online learning company and we're trying to make learning more effective and affordable for people so it works better for students, parents and tutors, really. So we're, we're passionate about helping people to be their best. Um, so we've developed this learning platform and it's a completely new concept. So from a tutor's point of view, we're trying to make it easy, really easy for them. They don't have to find their students. There's no preparation. There's no marking no travel, it's all within the system. So it should be a lot easier for tutors. Um, and for students, it's engaging. The, the learning. We know kids love learning through play. So it's engaging and there's self-help videos. And that's all supported by a tutor at the end of the day. And um, from a parent's point of view, it's more flexible. It's hopefully more affordable and it's more accessible for them. So no matter where they are, they'll be able to access it because it's all online. So I mean, that's, that, that's, kind of, that's, that's what uh, playtime learning is about. It's that really helping kids learn in the way that they want to learn, which is playing games. And obviously video games are rife these days. So yeah. and obviously Indeed, yeah. with how disrupted education has been recently, obviously it's almost more important than ever that services like playtime exist to try and help kids get to where they should be after. We, all we think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stick, that, stick that as a little piece on the marketing website. Yeah. So, <laughs> Obviously, it's been quite a journey for you guys. Obviously, we started chatting probably, was it about two years ago, Ian, when you yeah, first yeah. When we had our first conversation? And obviously, we've gone through the whole process with TSF, scoping out what ply time is, building it. And obviously, now you're live, open to, you know, for users to come on, use the platform, you know, even going for investment, which has been, I can imagine, been quite a journey as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I, mean, I think, I think, I think they did. The, I think it's all it's all sort of small. You have this vision, I think, at the start, and you think, "All right, well, I'll go and do this," and and then within a few mo- weeks or months, I'll be it all sort of happened. But it just takes it takes a long time to get along that journey. I mean, our, we started with an Invert UK loan, grant. Uh, a grant, sorry, that, that then allowed <laughs> us to meet to meet yourselves, and then we got to spend the time building it, and then we, you know, it takes time then to have a product that you can introduce to investors in order for them to get excited about it. So it all just takes a bit of time, really, but. We are making steady progress with it. No, no, I can imagine there's been obviously the investment, you know, having that confirmed. I can imagine it's been a massive highlight. I can imagine it's been, and there's a lot of challenges now. Obviously, we've spoken about some of them before, but obviously during the process. I mean, would you say that the investment's the, the highlight for you, or was it, you know, the first first client on board or the first tutoring session that's been run? We, we, we've had a few, really. There's, um, we had a case over, over Christmas. We just put out a post on Facebook asking whether tutors were interested. And within sort of 24 hours, we had over 200 people applying saying they were really interested. And that was, that was, really, that was really cool. Um, it, was, then, it, was, it was great. <laughs> Apart from that, we had to reply to them all. took <laughs> 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 a long time. <laughs> yeah. and, but then talking, so we, we then met quite a few, you know, had a Zoom with people and talking to them, you know, they really got it. They really got the concept and thought it was really great, really liked the idea of the Focus 15s and mm. understood that children couldn't concentrate. And that, that was really great. 
and then um, a similar post really out to to parents and getting asking them for you know help trialing it and uh, and talking to them you know they really really like the idea from the children they realized their children couldn't couldn't concentrate for long periods of times and they realized that tutoring is so expensive so it was really nice to have something that was potentially more affordable um and and so yeah so from so talking to our customers both tutors and parents it was really nice to get that sort of Feedback, yeah, yeah the the affirmation of what we're doing is right and they like the idea i can imagine especially obviously because kids have had to be taught at home now parents have really had that appreciation of actually what teachers yeah. and tutors how hard it actually is you know the old adage yeah. of those who can teach sort of thing. And now people have had to go, actually, do you know what? It's invaluable to have a tutor to yeah. pick this yeah. up and do it in the right way because most people never have to actually try and teach a child something outside of yeah. the yeah. basic things. So, I mean, obviously those are great things. Obviously, you can imagine you've had quite a few hurdles to jump over. I mean, like I say, everything takes time and obviously being new to <laughs> tech. Obviously being new to tech as well and not being techies like myself, you know, we're – you know, it's something that's, I can imagine, it's very alien. It's quite a big jump to, you know, almost get over just to really get immersed into the product. Yeah. Well, I think it's, I think it's, I think for us, because it's, because we've sort of launched with an MVP and the idea is that, you know, we're obviously getting people to test it, to trial it. And in a way, some of, some of it is to find little glitches and things that don't quite work. But every single time something is found that doesn't quite work, it takes a lot of time then to resolve it, to sort it out, to then work out how to fix it. So it's those kind of things. I think that there's an there's an awful lot of things that you need to resolve, and we're we're really keen to make it a good positive experience for people, mm. and and therefore you spend a lot of time time doing the customer services you know side of things. And we are only a very small team, we're so small it seems team. like we spend all our time in it. <laughs> Well, I, I always remember our conversations when it's almost like, you know, sort of catching up, almost what have you been up to? And it's just, here's everything a business owner has to do. And it's obviously, like I say, in such a small team. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's just you guys. I mean, yeah. and I think, that, I think that goes back to the sort of bit about the investment is that as soon as you get that investment, it does allow you to then start thinking about, right, where do we need to put people? Mm. Because I think you, you're only, you, you're doing it because you have to do it. But reality is there are some better people out there to do some of these things than, than us. I mean, you know, we, we, we want to, as we said before, we would like to recruit, you know, a tech person now to start building our tech team mm. because that, that's what we need. And it's going to be difficult to do, but at least now we're in a position where we can do it, which is a great sort of step forward, really. Yeah, and going back to, you know, things take time. Obviously, it is really hard to build a team, you know, whether it's startups, you know, even TSF, you know, finding the right people is hard. And like you say, you know, with such a broad skill set like yourselves have got, you want to almost give away, get someone to do the mission critical bits like the tech. So, I mean, how have you found actually trying to build that team and getting people onboarded into Playtime? Well, I think we, we started, I mean, we, we, we've got um, a small number of people working for us now in content creation roles, sort of marketing and customer services roles. Finding... Um, we were very lucky, and that was that yeah. was done during lockdown. So we basically had employees working for us who we'd never met before. Who, um, you know, I think that we, we we met them the first time after about nine months yeah. of working for us, <laughs> and that was the first time we physically met them. But we were very lucky with the people we got. So we've got two really good people there, and that's that's been um, really positive. I think finding people, the tech person, for instance, is proving a little bit harder at the moment because the market is so um, so difficult for hiring. And also, we don't know exactly what we're looking for. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's good, it's good to be able to bounce, you know, things yeah. off, off you guys as well to 
you know, having that support, telling us what we should be looking for. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's about sharing knowledge and resources because, you know, when we started talking, you know, almost two years ago now, it was you guys are the experts in that. And obviously we like to think at least we're the experts in tech because even as myself, who's been in tech now for a good couple of years, I find it very hard to interview a dev and actually understand what level they were, how their thought process are. So that's almost where you do need that network around you. I mean, how have you found building that? Obviously, obviously you've got ourselves. Is there anyone else you've kind of spoken to or other founders for advice? I think not not necessarily founders so much. I don't think we've had in, enough time to speak to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is on our list to do, networking yeah. at some point. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of speaking to, to a few, almost like people that we know who've been in, let's say, they're not founders now, people who we know who you sort of bounce ideas off, who may come back with a bit of advice, oh, have you tried this or have you tried that? You know, so yeah. I know people have been close to recruitment, so we're speaking, that they put us in touch with somebody else who's also involved. It's things like that using your network a little bit, it would be great to have a bit more time to do it. But yeah, using, yeah, I think you need it. I think any startup, any startup needs support and needs needs help. And you sort of ask people, can you can you help us? And you point us in the right direction. It's really useful when they do. Well, you said you want experts around you in doing what they're good at, whether it's people like us, TSF, where we're experts in the tech, whether it's legals, whether it's tutors and creating content. You know, someone can try and do everything, but like you say, there's only so many hours in a day, and yeah. starting a startup is hard, yeah. especially when you get people who've never, you know, been involved with tech before. So there's a lot of things, there's a lot of learning to understand, and shocks along the way. I can imagine. Yeah. And I think you want you want people who, whilst we've got a fairly broad knowledge of a lot of functional areas, we want people in each of those functional areas better than us. Mm. You know, so we want. <laughs> Really, yeah, you know, take marketing as an example. We both had an experience of marketing to an extent, but we want a really good marketeer. And you know, we, you know, the same with the tech. You want somebody who's better than you in all those areas. Then hopefully, the sum of the parts is going to be better than what we can do on our own. Yeah, I mean, that's really why you want experts. Like, say, recruitment for us has always been um, one where we want to rely on good people to help us find them because finding good people is hard anyway. Finding good people who are the right fit is even harder. So you really have yeah. to engage with people who can then do, help you with those sort of things and like I say same with legal sort of matters or financial just to make sure that almost sanity check and also just bounce ideas off as well because so I can imagine you know it's a lot in your guys heads around where apply time could go but obviously having someone wants to be a soundboard and just almost check your yeah. thinking and almost and that's, that's, one of the, that's, that's one of the good things I think about um sort of now having an investment having a couple of sort of NED type roles we've got we've got a little you know a group of arms like a board now forming that we can bring the strategy, have it analysed by other people who may have different views, and that's a really good thing. Mm. You know that they can, have- they can share their experiences and tell us where actually I do this or that. That's a useful thing to have. I mean, have you found that obviously that transition from obviously it's in your guys' head, you know, it's full steam ahead in terms of your idea, and almost now having that uh, not account almost accountability to some extent to almost say this is where we're going, this is our thoughts. And obviously that change from having all steam ahead to almost that feedback, has that been sort of a hard transition or do you found really no, positive? Well, I, think it's, I think because we came from the corporate world before, hmm. almost that's that's what life is in, more like in the corporate world, you, you present things and people give feedback and then nothing ever happens and then, <laughs> and then you go and do it again. And, and then, no, so it's kind of, you know, there's 
it's almost going a little bit more back towards that, which I think has some there's some positives of having that feedback from other people. So I don't think we're going to that big piece is 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 going to be too difficult. I think it, it, at certain points in time, it depends how big the challenge is against the, some of the things you want to do. If you've mm. had in your, we haven't had that yet, but if you've had in your idea, this is what's going to happen, and someone said, you know, everybody else disagrees with you, then. Yeah, we'll all come round to Ian's way of thinking. Yeah, it's it's that it's that element of going. Do you know what? I am the expert. I remember working on projects before where there has been a real expert in the room, and you can't argue with that person. If and if everyone else said, "I think we should do it this way," they said no, and the amount of times they were actually right (laughs) is the thing that's actually quite quite funny and quite interesting. So. I think we, we have been quite lucky in a way. I mean, don't get me wrong, we, we have lots of issues with us <laughs> as well. But in a way, it's quite, we are quite lucky that we can work together because mm. we do change our opinions, yes. don't we? And, yeah. You know, from talking to each other. I think if you were just a, a single person <laughs> so on your own, on your own it, yeah, it, it is really hard unless you have those people that you trust around you. Yeah, I think, you know, we work with quite a lot of solo founders. So we've, we know the struggles and it's why we really encourage. Yeah founders to you know talk to each other it's why we have you know that open office which you know going back to your point earlier Ian about you know meeting people two years after you've hired them you know almost we had we had that that we didn't actually get to meet for about two years until almost nearly the end of the project but having that ability to meet people and talk to people is so important you know for individual founders obviously with the experience you guys have now got as well I can imagine the advice you could give to someone who's just about to start their journey being valuable. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think we have learned a lot about yeah. this, the process of it, I think. And I think there would be things that we do differently. Um, mm. You know, if we had our time again, we do them differently, but they're just learnings we'll take forward with us. But uh, yeah. I think and and I think the other thing we've realized is, you know, it's, it is important to get together even even though we are kind of working remotely, it is really important because you gain so much from those face-to-face meetings, even if it's not every week or whatever, at least, you know, the regular meetings with yeah. our staff and, and with yourselves and things, it is important. Yeah, not just for the fact that you brought in that fantastic lemon drizzle cake. <laughs> <laughs> but it is that, we've. it's one of the things we've always said is that face-to-face is so important just yeah. to actually be able to hash ideas out, having a, having a whiteboard, so much better than having a Zoom or a Zoom yeah. call and a Google Jamboard. You know, the tools are there, but nothing quite replaces that face-to-face and being able to actually talk to it. Someone having said the that, table. the other day we were with a customer and it was really nice having a Zoom because we could actually guide them through logging on. Yeah. <laughs> when could you do that before? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sharing a screen for a tech product is a pretty useful thing, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So obviously... You mentioned, obviously, you guys are live now. You've got paying customers on board, having tutoring sessions. And obviously, now you've got the investment. I can imagine you're kind of looking to what's next for Playtime. Have you guys got any ideas around where Playtime's heading to or what the next stage for you guys oh, is? I've got James. I'll be here now. I'll tell you. Every, 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 every. you keep talking. I'll edit it. <laughs> Yeah, well, the the next big, well, obviously recruitment is really important for us and development going forward. But the the next big thing we want to do is research. um, And we're talking to a Northwest University. We're going to do some research into the tutoring sessions and the length of the sessions and frequency of them each week, which will be really exciting. Yeah, because I think that's, I mean, that's a really important piece for us because, because we're selling an educational product effectively. We want people to be able to know, believe an independent study has been done to verify that what we tell them is actually legitimate. I think there's so many things out there that say they're going to be educational, but perhaps 
aren't at the end of the day as much as you, you, you know as good as you think they're going to be. And we wanted somebody else to, to actually prove what we're, what we're saying works, and that's that'd be a really important step for us, I think. Yeah, because also focus fifteen, you know, tutoring in fifteen minutes isn't done anywhere. So mm. we want to prove, you know, it's really important that we get that sort of brand out there and that we prove that the benefits of those short focus sessions. Yeah, because I remember when uh, we when we first spoke, and you said you know kids can't concentrate fifteen minutes. When I yeah. believe that. And then saying, well, why make a tutoring session any more than that? And I was, yeah. so I've got friends who are tutors and now they'll choose for an hour, two hours. And, and so when that really clicked for me was when you said, well, kids aren't concentrated. Yeah. And also making sure that they're engaged then after that. And, you know, I wasn't the best for doing my homework. I'm sure <laughs> my uh, teachers back in the day will uh, attest to that. But <laughs> making, making learning engaging really is that sort of crux of what you do and then really focusing in what's why it's a focus 15 at the end of the yeah. day yeah. and I think I think yeah. from, a, from as well as sort of the engagement it's, it's not quite as burdensome on people you know yeah. so like a student yeah. a student sort of preparing for I've got to sit there for an hour is a different feeling to thinking well I've got 15 minutes to sit there and you know mm. then it's, it's a very very different thing so hopefully when we get that um that, that proven then we can uh, start to market it a bit uh, a bit harder because we're not going to really particularly market it then. During that time, obviously, we need to develop the site and make it a, yeah. a lot more, you know, than the MVP that it was when it started. Yeah. And then we want to, to try and raise further investment as well. Yeah, because yeah, so, the idea, we started with primary maths, but the idea is obviously to extend into other primary subjects, English and 11 plus, and then beyond into uh, you know, yeah, secondary and geographies well. as well. So, I mean, we had, a, we had a conversation, really interesting conversation with people in Australia who said that... Okay. Uh, you should yeah. come across, um, you know, we're looking for something like this. So there's people who have shown an interest in, in it. You know, I've been speaking to people in India yeah. as well. So there's people who are interested in taking it across. So we just need the capability, the investment to give us the capability to allow us to do it because we couldn't do that on our own, could we? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we couldn't do on our Possibly own. Possibly not. No. Yeah. Although I am willing to go to Australia to help them. To try. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, it's what, it's one of those. It's a lot of things. And I think obviously now you've had some experience of what it's like to go through the development process of a tech product you know knowing how long things take and almost having a slightly you know maybe, I don't know if you have got a different expectation and how of how just tech works at times complexities can seem quite daunting once you actually even just start doing it on a whiteboard and going well if this happens then what happens and you know say even internationalization internationalizing something in scale is a really big challenge that yeah but I think it's but obviously you guys have got the passion and the drive to do it Hence, you've actually managed to get to the stage where you've got investment and are building, you know, the wider team to start supporting that activity. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose as part of that, and going back to almost what we said before, you know, you guys have been through a lot, and I can imagine a lot of startups and founders will probably want to talk to you and go, "How did you do it?" <laughs> especially if they sat there on their own. I mean, is there a piece of advice, obviously, especially at the stage you are now, that if, you, like, say, you do some things differently? I think, I think, I mean, for, for me, I think the biggest thing is, is almost like you have to believe and be passionate about what you're doing because you will get knockbacks. You will have times when you think, Oh my, what am I doing? You know, I mean, you're talking about, you know, you see, your, you see your friends and what they're doing and what you're doing and you think, mm. really? Yeah, but but so you've got to believe in it. You've got to think. Actually, I'm doing something good. I'm doing something that I want to do. In our case, you know, we feel like we're doing something that's going to help people, yeah. and we really want to help. It's like almost you know, there's something here that's going to help people. If we can just get it to the right stage, then we can really help people, and that keeps driving us forward. So when you have those those sort of difficult times, in a way, you've got something that you keep reminding yourself. Well, I'm doing it for a good reason. So 
I think I think that's really important. I think. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I would go back to the people as well. As well, again, like we said, having those people around you, you need to, have, you know, some support. Yeah, support yeah. partnerships, yeah. people yeah. you can talk to. Yeah. All of that helps. I think. I mean, I've always said the purpose of why people doing it is is the raison d'etre, and it's why you know the, guy, the folks TF want to work with you guys because it's not, you know, obviously the money's important, but it's not about the money. It's almost being able to look at that some statistics and seeing that kids are genuinely improving and actually getting had, genuine benefits. We had the, we had yeah. one. There's one, one little boy who started and they, and we've noticed that everybody's kind of started on easy questions mm. and it's really hard to win on the game on easy questions because you don't get any bonuses. <laughs> so we started doing this and he was obviously not winning. He was coming fourth every time. And we kind of said, well, maybe he needs to change. And yeah. now we've noticed over the last what three weeks since he's been playing, he's winning every single time. Yeah. He's testing himself he's on super, super hard, hard questions. and you think that, and obvi- and you can see his score going he's up suddenly. as he's doing Makes it. Sense. And actually, that's like, I yeah. mean, I get you know, yeah, hairs on the back of my arm stand up because that's what it's about for me because <laughs> yeah. that's what it's about. Well, he started playing before them. school, wasn't he? Yeah, he's actually yeah. playing before he goes to school. <laughs> To get, so, to get a bit of thing, yeah, to yeah. see if he can win, which, yeah. is, which is great. That's, that's what it's about. I suppose, so. I suppose there is the two parts. It's being so passionate about learning that actually, before the kid is actually going to school, they're actually sat there wanting to yeah. do, yeah. effectively yeah. learning, because it's not just, you know, it's not getting a textbook out and reading through no. uh, <laughs> Latin declensions before school. It's actually doing something kids enjoy doing, a bit of competition is yeah. always yeah. a good yeah. thing, in my opinion. And that yeah. then drives Seeing you the, yeah, that then drives you to say, well, right, if we can make better games, more games, that's what we want to do. So it'd be yeah. more engaging. And it's that, you know, you want to do everything mm. because you can see the effects it can, it can yeah, have, really. Yeah, what you can be doing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I say, that's always been why we've enjoyed working with you guys. So passionate about the reason it exists. And, you know, Ian says it all the time, money's the applause, not the reason for doing something. Yeah. Obviously, it's important, but, you know, actually seeing a kid improve and, you know, some kid eventually doing the A level revision through it, and they get a A rather than a B, and get to go to the university they want to do is obviously kind of the, you know, like say yeah. it's that hair on the back of your neck standing up and goosebump moment. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think really there's, there's a lot of people who turn to tutors when they desperately need it. So either mm. they've fallen really, really far behind, or they've got an exam coming up and they need to sort of mm. cram in for it. And for us, we, we don't think that it should be like that. It should almost be something you can dip in and out of and mm. just like mm. check where, you, where you're going. And, and so we want it to be a slightly different, you know, view of how tutoring should be used. And there's no reason for it to be a cramming thing. You can, you know, we want it to be come in for a few weeks, yeah. you know, get yourself back where you need to be or just check that you're okay or work on one thing, then come back again in six months' time or a year's time. That's fine. An educational MOT. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Why, why wait until your car breaks down? I've never thought of it that way, but I quite <laughs> like that. But no, honestly, I've always enjoyed talking to you two, and obviously, hopefully, we'll uh, speak very soon. But uh, thanks very much for coming on. And um, if anyone wants to get in touch with you guys or have a look at Playtime, what it's about, where can they, what's the web, what's the web address for them? It's playtime.com. Mm-hmm. And they can contact us at contact at playtime.com. <laughs> it <laughs> it just like- rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. well, 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 the marketing department came with that one. <laughs> <laughs> contact us email. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you very much again, guys, and I hope to speak to you soon. Okay, okay. thanks. thanks, thanks James. Cheers, guys. Bye. Cheers. Bye. See you.